Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It's Tuesday, June 6th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine, here again with your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin and markets, plus a deep dive into the big moves from the SEC. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin, Ether, and other top tokens are down and markets heading almost exclusively lower as the U.S. securities regulator filed suit against Binance.us and Coinbase. We're going to discuss the market impact up front, and then I've prepared my thoughts on the action and implications in longer form after the break. Quote, The Binance news obviously led to a big sell-off, but the news itself wasn't exactly surprising. Bob Rass, founder of Sologenic, a blockchain-powered network for tokenizing securities, told Coindesk, he continued, rumors had been swirling for some time about forthcoming action against Binance, end quote. But Rass added that he wasn't convinced that, quote, we're going to experience massive liquidations, end quote, similar to those following the 2022 implosions of Luna, Celsius, and FTX. He continued, back then we saw a great many forced sellers. I don't think there are nearly as many forced sellers now as there were back then. I suspect we'll likely be in for a gradual recovery here, end quote. ETH and other major altcoins followed a similar path as Bitcoin on Monday, and that's continued into today. The SEC suit called a number of tokens unregistered securities, and many of those tokens have seen significant falls in value since then. In a note to Coindesk, Joe DiPasquale, the CEO of crypto fund manager Bitbull, called the SEC suit unsurprising as well, but also wrote that the exclusion of Ether from the filing was, quote, a good sign. He added, unless any major developments impact Binance's functioning, we don't think the market is likely to lose a lot more. While wider equity indexes, including the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite and S&P 500, largely shrugged off the actions, industry-focused stocks slumped. Coinbase stock fell more than 5% right after the filing, and that's continued this morning. Shares of MicroStrategy, which holds a vast amount of bitcoins on its balance sheet, fell more than 8.5%. Bitcoin miners, Riot Blockchain, and Marathon Digital fell more than 8% each, while Bitfarms lost more than 7%. Lawsuit fallout seemed to seep into all corners of the crypto universe with Binance by itself suffering more than half a billion in net outflows, according to Dune Analytics as of yesterday evening. That number has continued to increase this morning. With Charles Story, head of growth at Future, a crypto index platform, telling Coindesk Binance is seeing currently very low liquidity levels, end quote. In a Telegram note to Coindesk, the head of data and analytics at Toronto-based crypto platform FRNT Financial, 
noted that Binance, quote, continued to operate relatively normally since it was charged by the CFTC and, quote, earlier this year. Continuing the quote, U.S. users have also long been barred from accessing Binance, he wrote, concluding, it's hard to pin down an element of this story that really changes the status quo. Zooming out just a bit, Sologenics Raz believes that if the U.S. central bank pauses hiking interest rates this month or later in the summer, quote, we would likely see a return of seriously positive momentum, end quote. But he noted pessimistically that with investors in this market, quote, feeling jittery, it will take time to restore confidence. The SEC's actions are pushing many crypto projects out of the United States. And from this perspective, this is clearly becoming a net negative for the U.S. economy and innovation more generally, end quote. Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk Markets Analysts, James Rubin and Sam Reynolds. Bitcoin is currently trading at $25,511. That's down almost 6% since our show on Friday, while Ether is trading at $1,803 per token. That's down 4.5% over the same time period, according to the Coindesk Market Index. And speaking of the Coindesk Market Index, we're looking at an absolute reading of 1145 That compares against Friday's reading of 1,212 and represents a more than 5.5% loss across top-traded tokens over that time period. Before we move on to today's op-ed, let's take a quick look at traditional markets, where there's honestly not been a lot of movement since Friday. In the U.S., indexes were mostly higher, although not by much, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average up the most by half a point, the S&P 500 up a quarter of a point, and the Nasdaq Composite down just slightly. In Europe, the action was the same, if a little bit worse. London's FTSE 100 was up by a quarter of a point, Germany's DAX was down by a third of a point, and the regional stock 600 was essentially flat. In Asia, action was a bit more mixed and interesting. China's Hang Seng is up three quarters of 1%, while the Shanghai Composite lost a bit over a point. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 gained more than 3%. In commodities markets, Brent Crew, that's the international benchmark for oil, was down just slightly, holding on to prices just above $75 per barrel. Gold was also lower, trading hands at $1,978 per troy ounce. And of course, First Republic, which is of course the indicator of our ongoing monetary policy-induced banking crisis of 2023, continued its fall towards zero, down another 20% since Friday, and priced now at exactly $0.20 per share, down from $140 per share earlier in the year. Today's traditional markets coverage draws from MarketWatch. Stay tuned for after the break, we're going to dig into the messy nonsense that is the regulatory environment here in the U.S. and these recent actions. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This morning's price action comes after the Securities and Exchange Commission, better known as the SEC, finally took long-threatened steps, as yesterday they brought suit against Binance's U.S. affiliate, and then this morning did the same to publicly traded Coinbase. First off, a quick disclaimer. I am not advocating for either crypto exchange. I have no ties to either of them. And if the allegations about commingling of funds or other violations of actual law that have been leveled specifically against Binance.us are proven, then I do think it's appropriate that some corrective action is taken. What I am taking a position on, though, and this is purely my opinion, is the larger battle into which this set of actions is the latest and largest volley against the feared enemy of competing global ownership systems by U.S. regulators. The battle here is, on its face, simple and stupid. The SEC has maintained in statements, if not in rules or law, that essentially every token except for Bitcoin might be a security in the eyes of the regulator. The logic then goes, if those tokens are securities, then any venue that trades them must register as a securities exchange, which has very specific rules and requirements we'll discuss a bit more later. The constant refrain from the regulator has been, come in and register, and yet no major cryptocurrency exchange has done so. Given Coinbase went through all the trouble of getting SEC approval for its public listing just two years ago, and their reported 70-plus meetings with the regulator over the last year in an attempt to deal with this, you have to wonder, why didn't they register? 
The answer, though, is easy to see if you do just a little bit of critical thinking about what the SEC's position actually means, not just the first-order effects. The SEC has essentially decided that, rather than prove the tokens they claim are securities are actually securities, they'll go after exchanges for not registering. And in either settling or winning those cases, with the full resources of the taxpayers and the federal government behind them, those tokens will then be deemed securities inadvertently by the court. This is not their first attempt. Remember that they've been in a hard-fought lawsuit for many years against Ripple Labs, who I am not a fan of, and which sold some amount of their XRP token almost a decade ago. Although Ripple continues to fight, they've also gone up against other, less well-resourced companies and gotten settlements that suggest the same. But the exchanges are the on-ramps and off-ramps for U.S. citizens, so they've got to go too. And thanks to Chevron deference, courts are inclined to agree with them, unless it's really, really obvious that the regulator has done something wrong. The SEC's stated mission is to protect investors, but it's worth noting what would happen if an exchange like Coinbase were to register. First, assuming that they were granted permission to trade securities, which is not at all a guarantee, they would essentially only be allowed to trade registered securities. That means any token that isn't proactively registered with the U.S. securities regulator would not be something that Coinbase could legally offer. Second, how each token is registered makes a huge difference. A Reg D exemption is the simplest, fastest, and cheapest way to do so, although it is actually in practice not simple, fast, or cheap. I did one of these back in 2018 and came into conflict with many of these problems myself at that time, and it wound up not moving forward with that token as a result of that reality. But the important thing to note here is that it would fundamentally change the way in which that token could be used, traded, and valued. Essentially, only accredited investors, those with net worths above a million dollars excluding their primary residence, or with incomes above $200,000 for individuals or $300,000 for the head of a household or married couple, for at least the last two years. And of course, professional investors like Wall Street firms, family offices, and those with appropriate licenses. Anyone else would not be allowed to own these things, would not be allowed to buy them, would not be allowed to trade them, would not be allowed to have any exposure to them. And even for those individuals who could legally own these things, a Reg D token must be held for a full year before it can be sold or transferred. That's not exactly how the crypto market works today, is it? Third, securities regulations are designed for investments, which basically are just assets that sit there as a representation of some value that goes up or down and has no actual utility itself. For example, if you buy an orange, that's not a security because it has utility. You can eat it. Sure, you could argue that owning an orange is speculating on the future price of an orange, but that's not actually how this works in real life. If, on the other hand, you were to buy equity in an orange growing company, or you were to buy futures on oranges, that's a contract. That is a security. The only utility it has is that its value goes up or down, and you can sell it. It's worth noting that literally all tokens of Layer 1 blockchains have utility that goes beyond traditional securities, which is paying for transaction fees to transfer them. So essentially, they're stamps, which are useful for postage on the very specific systems that we're talking about. And again, that's in contrast to how securities work in the real world. But a lot of tokens go even deeper, forming a part of a working ecosystem, and this reality presents a pretty massive functional problem. Essentially, the ability to have a token be actually useful in a system ends were the SEC to get its way. Because Reg D securities can only be transferred to other accredited investors, the ability to trade them on decentralized exchanges, or really any place outside of a securities exchange, essentially stops. The ability to have a token that performs some function within a system ceases to be viable. In other words, if the SEC gets its way, then tokens can no longer be used like tokens because they must be treated like equity. This is not hard to figure out. And yet I haven't once heard the securities regulator acknowledge and discuss the implications of what would happen if they get their way. 
which is that the idea of tokens as we know them is over, at least in the U.S. So the cry to simply come in and register that we've heard so often from the securities regulator, and the contradicting lament from exchanges like Coinbase that they have made it impossible to do so, makes a bit more sense in this context. The SEC is asking Coinbase to stop being a crypto exchange and start being a regulated securities exchange, and in doing so, throw out their business model and condemn all U.S. exchanges to do the same, as the SEC holds up the carcass of their defeated foe and insists that they have the right, because Coinbase did it. So, that's the big story on its face, but there are other facets worth discussing, too. Next, let's get into the regulatory turf war going on here in the U.S. with the securities regulator and the CFTC, which regulates commodities, each claiming that crypto tokens, in fact, in many cases the same crypto tokens, fall into the category, either securities or commodities, that each respective regulator has domain over. These categories are essentially mutually exclusive. Something that is a security, by definition, isn't a commodity, although it's possible to have securities that represent commodities, as I described earlier with the orange investment. Each regulator has brought action against Binance, with conflicting theories claiming that they have the power to regulate the exchange, and each moving ahead hoping that the courts agree with them. This is, obviously, a total mess. How can anyone be expected to even understand, much less comply with regulators who can't even agree amongst themselves? And all of this brings us to the major questions doctrine, which is a likely reason we're seeing such stupid public conflict between agencies happening in broad daylight. But let's back up a second. In the U.S., much rulemaking in specific areas are delegated to executive agencies like the SEC and the CFTC. These agencies are authorized by Congress and administered by the executive branch under the authority of the unitary executive, which is the president. They have broad authority to conduct their business without needing constant direction from the U.S. legislature, which is typically pretty busy. Typically, courts, under what's known as the Chevron Doctrine, go along with what administrative agencies decide the rules are, except in extreme circumstances, effectively deferring to whatever the administrators want to do unless it can be conclusively proven that they're acting in bad faith, which gives them incredible power. But ultimately, that power is specifically for the purposes of achieving aims set out in law by Congress. One of the caveats to that power is that, in areas where there is potential for significant impact, is non-standard, or otherwise is sort of a big deal, you know, like deciding that all tokens are securities or commodities or something else entirely, the major questions doctrine comes into play, which says that there are limits on how far regulatory authority can be stretched without Congress actually taking action. And that dynamic likely explains at least part of what we're seeing here. Were this question to go to Congress, it's unlikely that every token would be deemed a security. And it's possible that Congress simply wouldn't take any action at all, which would leave the SEC largely irrelevant, except in cases where the token is just a representation of an investment and nothing else. And that's not good for regulators, seemingly hungry for more power, authority, and perhaps most importantly, relevance in our world today. Rather than wait, they've dived ahead, hoping that by simply acting under authority not at all intended for use with assets that are useful and not just investments, they'll bootstrap authority granted to them in 1933 and 1940 into something that's entirely different and much more powerful today. They've picked the softest targets they can find, and they've done so loudly and often, yet remain unable to even articulate their argument beyond everything is a security, with all the second and third order effects that come with it. But there's yet more. Draw the lens back a bit further, and even outside of regulatory power struggles and quests for the next book deal or plum teaching gig, and you come to a somewhat existential question for power brokers in Wall Street and Washington. The U.S. still issues the global reserve currency. 
It still has capital markets that dwarf much of the rest of the world. It has a lot of power, even as it's diminished by continued abuses as the years go by. One thing the SEC has been very effective at is creating a scary, unpredictable environment in which to build crypto technologies, companies, and products. In contrast to our history, as the home of much innovation and progress, the federal government has been both hostile and ambiguous, complaining that bad actors are prevalent while refusing to create the clarity that would give good actors what they need to build the future of money and ownership. This is either really stupid policy or, in my view, an intentional act, a stalling action by which to hold back the tide of monetary change that, although inevitable, retains their power for that much longer. It is ultimately a short-sighted move, one designed to preserve power today at the cost of what would be U.S. centrality tomorrow. And it's very sad, but at this point it's unsurprising. So today's action targets Binance.us, an insignificant player in the world of U.S. crypto exchanges, but one connected by name, if nothing else, to the biggest player in global crypto, and of course Coinbase, arguably the most important exchange in the U.S. today, and the only one publicly traded. Both companies are likely to fight, and the cases are likely to take many years to resolve, so this is not a short-term story, but in fact a very long one, and that is likely not an accident. Growing up, my mother would say, if you can't be a shining example, at least be a horrible warning. And that is what the SEC is seemingly aiming to do to both Binance and Coinbase, make them into horrible warnings while cementing an unconstitutional expansion of their power, and in doing so, cripple the U.S., forcing all law-abiding crypto projects to deny them access out of fear of reprisal, and forcing many brilliant U.S. builders out of the country for fear that they'll be made the next example. This, too, will eventually end. But if you're waiting for those in power in the U.S. to do the right thing, Unfortunately, we may be waiting quite a while. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. Today's episode was edited by Ryan. And for those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.